You're listening to a classic business podcast as heard on Classic 1027. 1027. The most recent bout of stage four load shedding certainly sent the pandemic and winter frayed national mood to breaking point. And perhaps sensing this as his big moment ahead of jetting off to the G7 Global Leaders Summit in the UK, the president for once acted with the power imbued in his office to seize the moment by the scruff of the neck at a press conference this afternoon with a major announcement for a number of reasons. Chris Yelland, MD of EE Business Intelligence, is on the line. Chris, the announcement that the the nurse electricity licensing threshold for companies is now going to rise to 100 megawatts from 1 megawatt is a very positive surprise. What does this mean in effect? Well, it really is uh, lessening the regulatory burden uh, in bringing um, what we call own generation or self-generation or embedded generation, uh, distributed generation, uh, bringing it to fruition. Because up to now, anything above one megawatt needed a generation license. Now, that licensing process for a one megawatt plant is the same licensing process for a 3,000 megawatt Eskom power station. So it is a burdensome requirement. It's a costly requirement. And, uh, and, and, and for a smaller project like one megawatt, the cost of that licensing uh, requirement can make many, many of these projects uh, unviable. Uh, obviously, when you're talking about a 100-megawatt plant now, above which you need a license, I mean, a 100-megawatt plant is a couple of billion rands. So, therefore, the cost of licensing is relatively small in the grand scheme of things. So, um, it's, it's, it's removed a burdensome requirement. There are still, of course, regulatory requirements, even for uh, 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 plants that do not need a license. So you still have to get permission from your uh, ESCOM uh, uh, network operator or from your municipal network operator. You still need environmental impact studies, land use permissions, etc. But that's complex licensing process through NERSA, which is time-consuming and burdensome, has been removed for plants up to 100 megawatts, which means the mining industry now, most of these mining installations uh, uh, you know, are less than 100 megawatts. Typically, for example, the South Deep Gold Mine part of Goldfield was a 40 megawatt plant. Mm-hmm. That would no longer need a license, whereas previously it did need a license. And in effect, you know, I've been uh, chatting to people today uh, excitedly because I really see this as a, a sea change in terms of the reform narrative in the country. And they were, they were trying to figure out why I'm so excited. If you were to explain to someone why this is such an important move in the whole energy reform narrative, and we often talk about the fact that we need to liberalize the energy sector, what is this so-called liberalization expected to add to the grid? If we were to put it into kind of megawatts or gigawatts, that could potentially now be added to the grid at this time when we're suffering under the, uh, the strain of stage four load shedding. How many megawatts, gigawatts could now yeah. be added to the grid? Well, the answer to that is that I did a survey uh, in, in South Africa of people that are you know, thinking of installing uh, such systems and uh, asked the question, if the, the regulatory limit, the licensing limit was raised from one megawatt to 50 megawatts, how much extra uh, generation capacity would you bring to the grid? And this uh, was analyzed, the results of the survey were analyzed by Meridian Economics, uh, an economics business, uh, Javier Stein, a uh, very uh, notable person in the energy sector, 
It came out uh, with an analysis that showed that more than 5,000 megawatts of additional capacity would be added to the grid if the regulatory burden was reduced in this way. Now, this limit is not being lifted to 50 megawatts. It's being lifted to 100 megawatts. So one can expect significantly more generation capacity could come to the grid. I'll give you an example. I mean, Sasol uh, itself is looking to install 900 megawatts of new generation capacity from renewable energy wheeled through the grid to its Secunda plant. Uh, if you were to look at all the municipalities, Durban, uh, Cape Town, uh, Johannesburg City Power, uh, Ekurleni, Chwani, uh, we're looking at uh, several thousand megawatts that they wanting to bring, uh, mm-hmm. you know, procure from IPPs instead of from ESCOM. This is also being enabled. And it's not just renewable energy on the premises, uh, you know, on, the, on the customer's premises. It's also uh, geographically separate uh, generation that is wheeled through the grid to the customer's premises. So uh, I would say, without a question of a doubt, that more than 6,000 megawatts uh, could be brought onto the grid within 18 months uh, if these regulations are being are relaxed. Now remember, mm-hmm. they're not yet relaxed. Yeah. Uh, yeah, well, still have to be gazetted that's it. Take 60 days. <laughs> 60 days, the president has said, uh, for it to be gazetted. So in terms of timelines, then, if they are gazetted within two months, are, are you saying then that from that that point, we could potentially have uh, 6,000 megawatts added to the grid in the next 18 months? Correct. And to be honest, two months is too long. <laughs> yeah. There's no need to wait two, uh, uh, two months to gazette this document. All the work has been done already. Uh, a, a new draft schedule two has been prepared uh, by BUSA in association with Meridian Economics, been widely shared. Uh, it, it's a, uh, it, 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 this is just a simple publishing process. That's what it should be. So I think uh, if the DMRE got its act together, uh, they could actually do that within a week. What does it signal to you, though, Chris? Because we were talking about uh, <coughs> the... Um, <clears throat> The uh, 10,000 names that the minister conjured uh, seemingly out of thin air or a dodgy website not too long ago when he was delivering his uh, budget vote speech in Parliament to justify keeping the cap at 10 megawatts. And the debate was, well, what's going on? Where, you know, where are these people coming from? And why is the minister not moving on this? Uh, we need to get up to 50. All of a sudden now, that's doubled to 100 megawatts. The president going over the minister's head here just before mm. that G7 summit. What does this signal to you? Well, look, as you rightly say, only about two to three weeks ago, uh, Minister Mantash, in his budget speech to Parliament, assured Parliament that the limit would be raised not to 50 megawatts, as uh, was being asked for by industry, but only to 10 megawatts. And he said that if it was raised above 10 megawatts, there would be chaos in South Africa. Those those were his words. And, um, of course, People can't understand this because there's nothing new in this world about raising the generation limit. It's done elsewhere in the world, all over the place. And there isn't chaos uh, all over the world as a result. Uh, But uh, certainly within a few weeks, uh, the minister has been overruled. And it's not uh, 10 megawatts. It's no no longer 50 megawatts. It's 100 megawatts. So this is a, a very significant change to what the minister Antasha was, pro, uh, was proposing. Look, I have no doubt that the current load shedding has really sharpened 
the minds of people mm-hmm. because the impact of load shedding on the economy is really very severe. And this is a quick win solution that comes at no cost to the fiscus. It doesn't require government guarantees. It's delivered quickly and it's done uh, in many, many projects across the country, uh, therefore uh, reducing the risk of these mega projects. So this is a win-win situation. Uh, And I'm just amazed that it hasn't come sooner. In terms of risks, though, still to clear, uh, what happens now at NERSA? I'm imagining NERSA receiving a flood of of new license requests. Do we have the capacity inside NERSA to handle the expected uh, onslaught? That's the point. They're not going to get a flood of new license requests. They don't have to. These do not need a license up to 100 megawatts. So it's not that there's going to be a lot of new license requests. There's going to be a lot less license requests because they're raising the limit. But what they will get is a lot more requests for registration of projects. For registration. And the registration of these projects should be a simple administrative process because the registration, the purpose of registration is not to give permission. Permission has already been granted by the network operator who've done detailed studies. Uh, They've done environmental impact studies. So you don't need additional permissions. The permissions uh, will have been obtained. Uh, the, The registration process should simply be a monitoring process so that the nurse, the regulator, and the planners in the electricity system know how much embedded generation is out there and where it's basically situated. So it should be a simple uh, process uh, of capturing data into a database. It should not be a permission-based system or a licensing system. But certainly a nurse will receive many more applications for registration, but they need to uh, ensure that their systems are smooth, uh, uh, bureaucracy-free, and in fact encouraging. We need to move beyond simply allowing this, or enabling it in other words, we need to move beyond that to encouraging it and actually then incentivizing it. Then we will see this huge take-up which will reduce the risk to the country of having all our eggs in a failing utility which is unable quite clearly to meet its obligations to supply reliable electricity to South Africa. And that is uh, the bottom line. Uh, Thank you very much, Chris Yelland, Managing Director of EE Publishers, on the uh, momentous announcement of the increase in that uh, self-generation cap. Uh, To exempt you from going to NERSA to ask for a license, yes, you've still got to register, uh, but as he said, it's uh, it's not a permission-based system now. It's uh, simply a question of uh, understanding who is generating what. That's gone from one megawatt to 100 megawatts, a hundredfold increase in a day. How's that for a statement of intent around bold reform and quite clearly Operation Vullandlela starting to work uh, its uh, much-promised magic, hopefully more to come.